Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Popcorn Score. Just K here today, and I am here to talk about the new Disney movie, Jungle Cruise, which is obviously a movie based on another ride at Disneyland, kind of a la Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion. But yeah, overall, I found this movie really fun. It's, it's entertaining, and it's extremely similar to the other famous ride-based movie that I mentioned earlier. But yeah, I mean, first off, the things that I really liked about this movie is, yeah, it's really fun, entertaining. It's a great, like, popcorn flick that you can just go and watch and just have fun. It's got great acting and the awesome chemistry between the two leads, which is Dwayne Johnson or The Rock and Emily Blunt, surprisingly. Like, they actually make a really good pairing, and it's pretty fun to just see them kind of bounce off each other And both their performances are actually really good. I mean, you expect no less from Emily Blunt because she's freaking awesome in everything she's in. But Dwayne Johnson, I mean, he he does pretty well too. And so so do all the other um, supporting actors. You know, you have Jack Whitehall playing McGregor, who's basically the third lead of the movie. He's more of a sidekick, but he's pretty funny as well, all on his own. Jesse Plemons, who plays Prince Joachim, or Joachim. I don't know, they they make a whole joke out of the how do you pronounce his name but yeah he plays sort of the villain of the of the film and then although I guess the one actor such character that really kind of gets the, the shaft is Aguirre the um the other villain I would say who who's essentially the more supernatural villain and he doesn't really get to do much unfortunately I you know it's just kind of like there to be a scary threat but he doesn't really get any lines, all, all like too much to do, and so he's just kind of there. The whole movie has a lot of fun references to the ride itself. Now, I've only been on Jungle Cruise a few times, so I only picked up on like a small handful of references. My my other friends who are much more diehard Disneyland fans pointed out to me that there were a bunch more actual references to the movie. But yeah, I love the comedy in this movie because of how kind of self-referential it is. Which can be a plus and a negative. It's kind of weird how almost like meta commentary it's become in terms of like the movie knows what it is basically. And it's like making fun of itself within the movie. But I do like the sort of like the puns that, that the um, Frank, you know, Dwayne Johnson's character keeps throwing out. Those are really funny to watch. But yeah, I mean, all those elements are really fun. I think a lot of the action scenes are fun. They're they're super exciting and energetic and well-paced. But then there are the things that I didn't quite like about this movie. You know, the CGI for a movie with a budget this size was pretty, like, underwhelming. And it's, in some places, it was just so bad that it was kind of distracting. Like, you knew they were not anywhere near a jungle, which I get, but it's kind of like, you know... When you've seen movies in the past with where it's like whether it's like Raiders of the Lost Ark or or really any movie made in the 80s even and even in the 90s like you know they filmed on location or they had like sound stages that were actually built to look like jungles but these were clearly just like green screen stages and and it shows like the lighting's kind of off and it's just it's just really obvious that they're not there and it for me it was really distracting it doesn't get to the point of like Star Wars prequel bad, but it's definitely very noticeable. 
And yeah, and that kind of goes to the overall like feeling of this movie. It feels very manufactured. It's in a lot of different ways, whether it be the CGI, but also just the story. It just feels very by the numbers in terms of the story. It feels so similar to Pirates of the Caribbean down to like the same elements and story beats. Like the arrowhead is like the doubloon that um, Elizabeth Swan has in Pirates and they're all trying to get it to lift the curse. And the ship captain is, is, you know, he's got a surprise reveal. There are like three similar factions all fighting for this thing, the cursed item, whether it be like a, a group of undead enemies and then some sort of a military power. And then, of course, our heroes who happen to be a fem- female English noble person, an outcast English male person, and a ship captain. And yeah, I could go on and on about like just the, the similarities between the two. And then another thing to add to that sort of manufactured feeling, it just doesn't, it seems like it's inserting sort of like social commentary elements, like a formula almost. Like I like it when movies do have something to say about our world and whatnot, if it serves the story, uh, you know, within the movie. But it's there's this weird thing where it's just like they seem to insert this sort of female empowerment storyline in there, but then kind of like it doesn't jive well with the rest of this with the movie. Like there's this one particular point where Frank's character, um, you know, The Rock's character. He, he throughout this whole movie and and pretty much every male character in the movie has this sort of old-fashioned prejudice about women, you know, being in academia, being able to take care of themselves, even just wearing pants. And you know, there's this theme of just basically sexism um towards women. And that's great, but it's weird because then, you know, Frank is this very, like, sexist character at the beginning of the movie towards Emily Blunt's character. But then he's fine with homosexuality at the same time. And, and this is, like, this movie takes place in, in, like, the early 1900s. And so you would think a, a guy who's not progressive enough to accept that women can wear pants is totally fine with homosexuality. It just seems really inconsistent and weird. And again, this sort of manufactured feeling just kind of takes me out of the movie because I notice it, and you're just like, what? But yeah, I mean, I like the the message that it's trying to give out. It's just I wish they could have done it in a better way without, you know, sort of taking me out of the movie itself. Yeah, and then there are other, like, things like story elements that seem to be put in there just to be there, And then they serve little to no purpose in the story. And there's just things that things that felt very, I don't know, just shoehorned in there, it seems. So, yeah, there were just moments that took me out of the movie. But not to say that this movie isn't fun. Like, if you watch this, like I said, you're going to be entertained. And it's really fun to see these characters just kind of play off each other and just sort of sense of adventure. And I really think... I, w- I really wish that they would make more movies like this. Like, I really got the, the sort of the Indiana Jones vibe. Like, Emily Blunt could play, like, an Indiana Jones-like character. And I kind of wish they would make more movies like this, where it's, like, this swashbuckling, like, adventure, like, exploration-type movie. Like, I don't necessarily want, like, a female Indiana Jones. But, like, I don't know, make another character that has Emily Blunt going on, like, adventures and stuff. 
you know, not necessarily turn her into Lara Croft because that's a whole different type of character, but a character that's sort of traveling and like solving mysteries and, and exploring the jungles of the world. And that would be a really fun movie to watch, I think. But yeah, overall, I think, you know, for being a really fun and enjoyable movie, I'm going to give this three out of five popcorn. It's pretty good. I'd say it's worth a watch. And you can find this both on Disney Plus and in the theaters right now. So yeah, no reason. I don't, again, I don't think it's worth the $30 for the premiere access on Disney Plus. Just go to a movie theater, you know, if you're vaccinated. Just, I think it's better and it's cheaper. So I'll be taking a slight break next week, but after that, I'll be coming back with a review for The Suicide Squad, which I am very excited to see James Gunn's take on The Suicide Squad, because I'm betting it's going to be really good and basically like the DC version of Guardians of the Galaxy. So much, much anticipation for that. So anyways, thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.